Hello, this is Mrs. Paranormal. It's a Sunday morning. It's 11.45 Wisconsin time, a.m. It's overcast. It's in the high 30s. We had a good thunderstorm last night, so I'm thinking spring is almost here. Hope everybody is doing well. I apologize that I haven't been doing a podcast lately, but with the timing and life, finding good stories, things like that, I've been delayed. So I apologize. So for all you uh, original original listeners and followers, thank you so much for being patient. Now that we're going into the good seasons, I'll be able to go out and do the podcast again like I have been, as opposed to sitting here at home like I am right now, because it's too cold. I hope the year's doing well. Wherever you are, you're safe and happy and you're enjoying life. So, what's been going on with me? Uh, In the paranormal field... Nothing really yet. I will, like I said, go back to the asylum this year. I just don't know when. Uh, it's probably not until like later this year, I'm guessing. Um, oh, yeah. Speaking of that, it was actually on an episode of Kindred Spirits. They were at the uh, asylum. So I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch that episode. If you do, uh, it, Mr. Coffee, I'll just say that, overreacts just a little bit. Um, Tenny did an okay job. But anyways, so yeah, it was on the Kindred Spirits it was their last episode of the year, of the season. So if you guys, if anybody here follows them, check it out. That is where I do tours, ghost tours. So some of the stuff they said was true. Um, so yeah, that was pretty cool to watch that episode. And the team that has that, they're called Fox Valley. Uh, the Fox Valley and Ghost Hunters, or I think it's called. I should know that by now, but I don't. Anyway, so they bought a school out here in Glenbeula, Wisconsin. And they're going to, it needs a lot of work. So I actually had the opportunity a couple of weekends ago now. And I was able to go over there and help them kind of clean up a little. And, you know, like dust, stuff like that. Because the, the place has been vacant for like, I don't know, like 15 years or something like that. A lot of water damage when the pipes broke, you know, that kind of thing. Freezing water, you know, uh, during winter. A lot of water damage, a lot of work needs to be done, but once it's all said and done, I think it's going to be a really neat place. Uh, the gymnasium is freaking huge. Original flooring all looks really good. Um, there's like built-in bookcases, just really a really neat school. So they're slowly making changes to it. They're painting it now, and um, I did, get, like I said, get the opportunity to go there and help out for a day. It was fucking freezing, you guys. That place inside was colder than it was outside. It was freezing in there. But one room, I just walk around. They said, yeah, go ahead, walk around, do whatever you want, you know. And I'm going to donate a book to them and this, that, and the other to stay. You know, they're cool. they're nice people. So why not? Might as well help them out, right? So I'm walking around, seeing if I get any vibes. Everything felt really good, very normal. Nothing out of the ordinary. And then uh, one of the people from the team was telling us that they had done an investigation just to see what the school has, if there's any activity, stuff like that. So she's telling us that they're sitting in front of a room and they're, and she felt like somebody, I think she said touched her or um, kind of uh, pushed her or something like that. And then one of the other people that was with them had the same experience. I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> and I think they did a ghost box session too. So anyways, well, that's a cool story. So I go into this one room and then I get that, that vibe, you know, that feeling that I get between my shoulder blades is the only way I can dis- describe it. Like there's something here 
And I'm, I'm, I was by myself. I'm like, and I just, I laughed out loud and I laughed out loud. And I said, this is it. I just went, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is it. This is the one. That's all I said. Because something was in there. There's two things. I felt two things in there. Uh, I want to say they're like hiding in the corner by the door, the entry door. I took a whole bunch of pictures. Obviously nothing showed up. Not that it would, but that feeling was so freaking strong. You guys, it was so strong. Something is there. I, I couldn't really tell what it was, to be honest. Sometimes I can, sometimes I can't. So then the late, the girl, well, the lady of the team, she walked in with another person and I said, where was it that you guys had your activity? And she literally said right outside in front of that freaking room, they're sitting right outside the door and they had the freaking activity right there. Ha! So another girl that was there that was helping out, she looked at me and I told her what I just had experienced, that there's something here. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know what it is. I don't know how to tune into it that well. I didn't say that, but I didn't tell them that. And the one girl just sort of like wow, went, wow. So I told the one lady, I said, yeah, there's something definitely here in this room. I don't know what. And that, the rest of the place felt fine. Just needs a lot of work, you know. So that was kind of neat. I had the opportunity to do that. Uh, they're still doing cleanup and... So I got to help volunteer with that. My uh, The house has been making noises. The other day, something moved in our dining room, and I don't know what it was. To be honest with you guys, I thought it was a mouse. By the way, it sounded just kind of like something slid. It even scared my freaking cat. And my cat, normally, they'll in- investigate a noise. She wouldn't. She didn't want to go in the dining room. She just sort of stood and looked. I'm like, what are you looking at? And then I stood there, and then that's when we, both her and I heard the noise. Yeah. It, it actually startled me because I actually jumped back. And I looked for mice. I got my flashlight out. I looked for, you know how mice are. They, when they poop, they poop a lot and they poop everywhere, right? Nothing. So, I don't know. I've had activity in that dining room before, but it's been a long time. So, that was pretty neat. Um, other than that, uh, it's been pretty quiet noises here and there but some I can figure it out myself you know the house we've got the the uh heater on you know it's old wood floors they creak you know self-explanatory right right so I don't know about that so if you guys have any stories you want to share with me um you can email it email me at p-a-t-t-y-i-n-w-i gmail.com uh, Wisconsin Vos- Wisconsin investigators of the supernatural we have up to 337 followers now yay I don't know if me and Amanda are going to be able to do anything this year. I really want to, but her employment is kind of changing around right now. So I don't know if she'll be able to even get the time off. So if anything, maybe it'll just be a weekend thing. Who knows? As you know, I want to go to Penn State and I want to go to um, <laughs> Missouri. Oh, no, wait, no, that's Missouri, Penn State. And then there's uh, the other asylum. I just forget where, where it is. But anyways, they're not that far from here. One is like eight hours away and the other is 12 hours away. So, and their prices are not that bad. <clears throat> so, yeah. I can't think of anything else paranormal. I haven't gotten any new equipment. I know friends that are spending a lot of money, a lot of money on paranormal equipment. I mean, extremely expensive stuff that they're buying. I won't do that because I'm not, if I had cases like every freaking week or I was guaranteed, I knew I'm getting a case every freaking week or something like that, then maybe I'd invest in more equipment, but I don't, we haven't had a residential investigation in over two years, which is fine. You know, whole COVID thing, whatever. I get it. That's cool. 
which is fine because a lot of these residentials, you can kind of figure them out yourself. And, you know, you're going to somebody's home and you're hoping that they're they're mentally stable. And do they take any uh, prescriptions that could be causing issues? And <laughs> So sometimes it's easier just to go to a, a public place and investigate. So, yeah. Check that out, guys. Uh, Kindred, Kindred Spirits, if you like Amy Bruni, their last episode for this season was from the uh, Sheboygan Asylum. So, all right. <clears throat> so, as I said, I'm at home. It's overcast. It's kind of chilly. And I got the cricket things in the background going for you for ambiance. Uh, so, I went online. I found some good stories, which I haven't read in a long time. I think since January, right? Yeah. It's been a while, huh? Sorry. But stick with me, huh? It, it's a new year. Seasons are changing. It'll get me more motivated to get up and out. And uh, to the individual that does uh, communicate with me on Twitter, thank you for so much for communicating with me and sharing stories. I really appreciate it. I really do. You're like the only one, and you know who you are. All right, so I found some brief... Short, good stories. I haven't, I don't recognize any of these that I found so far. So if I've read them before, I apologize, but I don't think I have. So here we go. All right. Some are short. Um, I don't think I've read these. They don't sound familiar. One of the stories says, Last Day on Earth. I worked from 2 p.m. to 11 p.m. at a gas station in one of the nicer cities around here and had a gentleman look me in the eyes and say, or rather, and asked if I'm enjoying my last day on Earth. He walked away before I could answer, What the hell? I'm still here. I came home pretty late one night and my roommate's bedroom was shut and I assumed she was sleeping already, but I saw something out of the corner of my eye in the kitchen. I said her name, but she didn't answer. I didn't think anything of it, so I walked into my room, and before I turned the light on, something whispered, I'm still here. I turned on the light in my room, but nothing was there. So I turned on every light in my house and knocked on my roommate's door. Eventually, opened up, but she wasn't. Eventually, I opened it up, but she wasn't there. So I left her light on, too, and slept with all the lights on. When she came back in the morning, I asked, if, uh, I asked her if she was messing with me, and she started to cry and said, she had left because something was in the house messing with her, and she had to get out. Creepy. Raising a serial killer. Oh. We, me, my wife, and my three-year-old son are sitting in the food court at Costco. There's another family with a four- to five-year-old girl sitting behind us. My son looks at me and says, do you see that little girl over there? I'm going to teach her a lesson. So I'm taken aback for a second, and then I think he must be intending to teach her numbers or something, or something normally you would do, right, to teach people. So I asked what he's going to teach her. He responds, I'm going to teach her to drown. What the hell? Is that real, or is that fake? What do you think? I don't know. Creepy. They knew. A family friend of mine used to work in a private wealth management. One of her jobs was diversification of her clients and assets in the stock market out of nowhere she gets a call from a representative of one of her of her very big private clients to sell all the stocks of a big airline and move the and move the liquidity somewhere else i read that wrong no buts and if needed they could sell up to five percent below market as long as the shares are sold quickly this was extremely weird as the stock of the 
as the stock prices of the company was pretty stable, and specifically this client portfolio was heavily hedged with this stake. But she didn't think much of it. Oftentimes, her clients did this for personal reasons, such as having a bad experience on a plane, company, etc. Two days later, one of her colleagues that shared this particular story told her how the airline stock price started slowly but surely failing. Some people were selling off their shares too, which, which were gladly bought by the market at increasing prices. The next day, AA Flight 11 crashed into the north tower of the World Trade Center in New York. The stock market closed for another week. Wow. Creepy. Mm-hmm. Hello. I went camping by myself in Maine, and one night I woke up at 3 a.m. Not being able to sleep, I just lay there listening to the woods. Then I heard a faint, hello. I was petrified. I felt so vulnerable in that tent, I never figured out what it was. Hmm. Maybe the bears. Would you like to come and live in the basement? When I was 17 and worked in retail as a cashier, I had a very old old couple come through my line buying a walk. Excuse me, the husband, who was at least 85, started making conversation with me about the walk and asked if I like Chinese food. Yeah, I like Chinese. Do you want to go out with me and get some Chinese? He winks at me. Uh, no, sir. Oh, well. He looks a bit disappointed and turns to look at his wife who is on the phone with someone. Would you at least like to come home with me and live in my basement? Uh, no. The rest of the transaction took place in terrifying silence. His wife never said a word. I wonder this day, I wonder this day if he was trying to joke around because he sounded so sincere or as if he was suffering from dementia or something. Very weird. Wow. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, would you like to come home and live with me and live in my basement? Uh, no. <laughs> On your way. What the hell. Followed. The summer after I graduated from high school, I left work early and went up to my parents' cabin in North Michigan. Spent the night at the beach watching the sunset. Once the sunset went down and it became pitch black, no light, no light uh, pollution like from the cities, right? I got to my car and started driving down highway M22 after about 10 seconds of being at at speed there was an older Tahoe late 90s that started riding my ass and flashing its high beams at me so I got about six, about 60 in a 45 zone they were still on my ass so I pulled off to the side road that my parents cabin is off of and they took the same turn I thought this seemed weird because there's only about like 30 40 30 to 40 houses on this road. So I went all the way to the end, which is a dead end, but at least, excuse me, but it leads to a maintenance area for a golf course nearby. The truck was still following me. At this point, I freaked out because if I pulled into the house, they'd know where we'd live and they were still falling close by. I took a ton of random turns and truck kept, and this truck kept following me every single turn for about 15 minutes. I finally had the chance to make a turn with the traffic going through an intersection that gave me a few seconds ahead start. Pulled down a side street, went up about 100 yards, 100 yards and turned off my lights and waited. Truck slow, what? The truck slowly drove by the perpendicular street and kept going. I booked it home, pulled my car around the side of, of the main road and pulled every curtain for, and pulled every curtain closed. For an 18 year old, I was scared. It was a very scary night. Damn, what the hell?
I've had people follow me home. Well, follow me, and then, you know, when you can always tell when someone's following you. So, obviously, I didn't go to my house. I went around the block, and da-da-da, and then they finally... Yeah, I've got that issue. Bark! This actually happened fairly recently. I was home alone one day with my dog and two of my friend's dogs. Out of nowhere, they started barking and looking up towards our loft. As they quieted down, I heard someone in mocking, calm tones say, Bark! They started going crazy again. I decided it's time for a long evening walk. <laughs> oh my god. Why would you do that? Oh. Oh, what the hell happened when you went back to the house? Ugh. Follow up, people. Please follow up. The Evil Twin. New Year's Day, 1995. I was in the middle of third year university. I was in the middle of third year university. And a bunch of friends had come down to visit me and my roommate for the festivities. We were all pretty much hungover from drinking the night before and went out for the usual nice day out. A bit chilly. Um, I don't feel so good. Post greasy breakfast hungover stroll. And then we strolled around the neighborhood. Two of these friends were twin brothers. Two of these friends were twin brothers. One of them we hung out with all the time. The other we had just meet for we just met for the first time. He was pretty normal. He, sorry, he was pretty normal the night before, joining in on the fun. But on this day, we were all hanging around a local basketball court, shooting hoops with an old basket we had, basketball we had found in the grass. And his and this twin brother kept following me around all over the place with this creepy with the creepiest grin that I've ever seen in my life. Staring right into the nether, nether regions of my soul the whole time. I'd back away and join the group again, and he'd follow me around. When we were walking back to the apartment, it was just me and him walking down the sidewalk behind the group, and he moved over in front of me and sta stared at me with a creepy look again and, fe and fell down to his knees as if to worship me or something. I don't know what to do. Hey, buddy, uh, you all right? We're heading back now, right? And so on. He wouldn't say anything. He'd just sit. He'd just be there on his knees, looking up at me with his clenched face and squinting eyes, as if we were lo looking directly into the sun or something. Later that day, my roomie said he was tripping balls, so I thought nothing of it and moved on with my life. A few weeks later, we got a phone call from the twin brother, which we usually hung out with. It turned out that this other twin brother went over to his aunt's place what, with a knife and stabbed her 14 times. She didn't die, but you know, still pretty bad. He had even called the police before going because he knew he was going to do it, but he couldn't stop himself from doing it because, you know, the voices and so on. Wow. The ensuing court case was widely covered in the media as this was a relatively smaller community this sort of thing doesn't happen on a regular basis. I was reading one of the articles and one of the testimonies was that this twin brother was severely oh, schizophrenic and was hearing voice in his head. He believed to he believed every let me start over. He believed to his very bone that his aunt was the devil and that he had been commanded by God to kill her. So who was this God that told him to go kill her? Well, Newspaper article described this guy is. I pause there because I'm afraid of what to read next. It was a guy in a group he hung out with on New Year's Day. Didn't take him long to realize that he was talking about me. Holy shit. Wow. Pause again. What the fuck? This was 22 years ago. I now I know for a fact it was mental illness. But just knowing that I had somehow commanded him 
to kill his aunt stays with me. Oh my god, to this day. <gasps> wow. That's fucking creepy. Holy shit. Think about that one for a minute, guys. Gotta get my dunk in. Hold on. Okay. My great aunt lived way out in the boonies by an old southern prison. This was before most people had TV. So she had been list listening to the radio and found out that a violent rapist, I don't want to read anymore, that a violent rapist had escaped from the prison nearby. She walked into her bedroom and had one of those old saggy mattresses and felt something under her bed. She said, something didn't feel right, and slowly got off the bed and called the police. When they arrived, <sighs> I really hate, <laughs> oh, I don't want to read anymore. <sighs> oh, oh. All right, something didn't feel right, and she slowly got off the bed and called the police. When they arrived, they found the rapist under her bed holding a knife from her kitchen. He told them he had been waiting for her to go to sleep so he could stab her and rape her and stab her to death. Wow, dude. Wow. Those are... Wow. I, I have not seen good stories like that in a long time. Um, I'm going to stop there. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe. No, I should stop there. Should I? Or should I continue? I don't know. Let's see what else I can find. All right, I'll continue. One more. Someone was there. We were living with my brother-in-law and his two teens when I was pregnant. He has an elevated house on quite a bit of... Wait. He has an elevated house on a quiet... On a... On quite a bit of former hunting land. Sorry. Several miles down the county road. My husband works 7 to 6 and BIL works offshore for 14 days. While he was at work, my kids stayed with their grandmother. Nice house, but it had a weird vibe. I chalked up to the pregnancy hormones. One day, home alone, I was taking a shower and felt something staring at me. Or sorry, I felt someone staring at me. I stuck my head out and listened. I couldn't hear anyone in the house, so I resumed my shower. And a while later, uh, there's another one I don't want to read. A while later, oh, crap. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to read anymore. A while later, I heard back the back door shut. I was standing in the kitchen and could see the door, which had no steps, which had no steps and was six feet from the ground. Door was still locked. I told my I told my husband about it that night. He shrugged it off. We locked we locked down and went to bed. I don't know how long I'd been asleep, but I woke up to the blankets being ripped off my bed and my husband flipping on every light in the house he threw open every door every every cabinet looked in every pantry or the closet while holding his gun i asked what was going on and he swore he heard boots thumping the, through the house oh my god and someone talking everything was still locked in it's not a big house nobody was there except us one night a while later my niece came into our room her dad worked over her dad worked over and we had them for a few days. Okay, whatever. And asked to sleep in bed with us. Now, this girl isn't scared of anything and is 14 at the time. I sat up, told my husband to scoot over and patted my pillow. That's when I noticed her 16-year-old brother curled up under the blanket. What? Under the blanket on the floor beside me? Why are you both in our room? Why are you both in our room at 2 in the morning? They didn't want to answer. 
At first, sorry, <laughs> they didn't want to answer at first, but explained that something in my niece's room laughs at night. I hated that room when, I, when we moved in and uh, put up any laundry I did quickly in there. I asked my nephew why he was on the floor and he said she came into my room on the cot to sleep, but something started knocking on the door. We came down here as soon as it stopped. Sorry, that made no sense to me, you guys. Anyways, again, husband flipped on every light, looked in every nook and cranny, nothing. Eventually, we moved out. Eventually, we moved out, and the kids decided to live full-time with Grandma. My husband said he heard a man's laughing in my niece's room, but there's nobody there when he turned the lights on. Scared the shit out of him. Wah. Ghost? Maybe. Good story? Hell yeah. Fuck, those are good stories. Well, 24 minutes is pretty good for a podcast since I've been, uh, you know, not here for a while. So anyways, there's more stories listed. I'm going to um, save that page. I do like stories like that. Um, I watched the new Scream. The new Scream. Oh, God. Did not like it. It was freaking... It was it was bad, you guys. It was so corny. So bad. I'm like... I just freaking... Nope. Not watching this thing. It was so, so bad. So corny. Um, I can't think of any other movies right I've found that I've watched. Um, no, I got nothing. So you guys know I'm on Twitter. I forgot what my Twitter, <laughs> my Twitter handle is. But anyways, you guys can contact me on Facebook, Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. Um, you can message me there. And, uh, to the one that does communicate with me through Twitter, feel free to message me. I hope all is well with you. So otherwise, you guys, uh, it's now 12, 11, Sunday afternoon. I got to do stuff around my house because of being lazy. So you guys all take care and thank you, every one of you guys for listening to this podcast. It means so much to me. Let me know if you have any stories. I'll share it with you if you want. I'll share it on uh, the podcast. If you have any tips or say, hey, you're doing a crappy job, don't tell me that. You guys can always rate me, though. <laughs> on apple i think it is but anyways thank you thank you thank you so much for doing this for me you guys listening doing this meeting listening to me ramble on sometimes and all of that so you guys have an awesome sunday and an awesome week and hopefully next sunday time provided and so on and so forth i will see if i can make another podcast until then this is mrs paranormal signing off